Hi, and welcome to the SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, one of the owners here at eWeb Results, EWR, best SEO podcast. I'm, I sometimes don't know. And my name is Matt Bertram, and I'm here. I'm just here, I'm hanging just here. out. Yeah. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. Uh, this is podcast number 476. The last one was not the number that I gave. <laughs> um, please remember we're broadcasting live here from Houston, Texas. And Matt and I, we are your results rebels. Uh, we've got a review that's not so good. We're going to talk about that. Uh, lots of talk, lots of fluff is the title of it. It's from Jay Hallman. Oh, I thought that was the topic. It's only, it's only <laughs> one star. It says, I just listened. To, that's incorrect. I just listened to two podcasts and I basically got a giant infomercial with very little actionable content. Aww. Uh, there's a remote possibility that we winged it on one or two podcasts. Well, there was. I think there a was few, a lot of value in those, I though. I mean, there's, there's been a few podcasts yeah. that were sort of infomercial. I, I thought guess. it was like a behind the scenes, like what's really happening and what we're driving. And yeah, um, but, I mean, and, that's and, okay. that, and I don't know the time frame. Yeah, it doesn't say about, it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in the last 90 days is probably when that happened, right? Yeah. So um, Jay Hallman, first, Patif to you. We're glad that you reached out to us and gave us feedback. Uh, and we'll take that in consideration. Like we're always well, we, looking we to get better. Well, we do have two clips. Yeah. That I don't know if I haven't put a part of the podcast right. that were actually infomercials. Oh, that were actually they, infomercials. They were, there was two that were going to be running on Facebook that were actually infomercials. Right. So I'm wondering You didn't if, put them on. You didn't, nah, you didn't nah. put them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know if it was those. No, no. Because <laughs> then I was like, thank you. <laughs> that, that's, that's what we were going for. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, we got to follow a bad review with a good review. Great show. Highly recommend. This is from Dave B. It is, of course... Five stars. I've been listening to this show for a couple of years and they put out some great information. Just need to hit my 30 second advance button seven or eight times to get straight <laughs> to the meat. But still the best SDO show out there. That's what I'm talking about. Some people like it, some people don't. You can skip through it and then you get your great content. So uh, that's really good. Teaser, we're gonna be talking about your article today. It's gonna be two podcasts. Yeah, I've got a little, you know, I got a little <laughs> critiques that we need to touch on. And I think this will give a little behind the scenes of like what you need to be editing and looking for when it comes to uh, getting an article so, so pushed out little, there. So, so basically this article was right before like, I had a baby that popped out. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I was like trying to get it done before okay. the New Year's. Yeah. So I, I had That's sat, a really broad uh, like excuse. I, I like that. Like I cranked this out pretty quick. <laughs> There's some spelling errors now. We look at it. What you could do, um, maybe before you listen to this podcast and decide if you like us or not, is shyko us. <laughs> Share, like, follow. <laughs> it was us uh, and get it over to a bunch of different people. We're going to jump right in. Uh, the title of the article is Eight Elite Digital Marketing Trends to Watch Out For in 2020. Uh, and my first comment was, hey, let's tweak that. Let's make it Eight Elite Digital Marketing Action Steps. It's probably, I put items, but probably Action Steps uh -huh. uh, in 2020. Right, so it's really things that you can take action on on pretty quickly, and I, and that's that's what we're really about. Um, so I'm looking back at this. I love this. Think back to what digital marketing was like back in 2020, 2010. 
Like, yeah. it was totally different. Uh, we didn't have influencers, at least not the way we see them today. No Snapchat. Instagram just started in October of that year. Uh, things were totally different. Uh, it's truly a full-time job to stay on top it really is. of everything that's happening in internet marketing. It is why we do this podcast, right? I mean, that, that that's kind of my backstory is like I saw the, the, the value and the power of digital marketing and I was working in another industry yeah. and I just like I gravitated to it and I was like, if I'm going to really, really get good at this, I got to commit to it full time. And if you want a successful business, like you got to do internet marketing well. I mean, there's the caveats to that if you own some sort of small uh, if you're starting uh, a business brick and today mortar. And you're not considering the internet. Like, then you're making a mistake. I, I believe people that have seen the light, like they structure their whole business about generating leads online. I mean, that's what I've seen. All right. So f number one, and um, we're going to get through four of these today because there's eight. There's going to be two podcasts. Uh, number one, stories on every, and the, again, this is uh, eight elite digital marketing action items. Stories on every platform. Storytelling. I do. You know, <laughs> I, just, I, I can't I wait. mean, if you don't I want can't, to, I can't. No, you're right. You're, you're right. It should be yeah. action items or action steps. Action steps. Yeah. Let me write that down. Steps. Uh, um, it, we've, and I know you've been on a lot of podcasts talking about um, stories. I'm actually reading a couple of books talking about how do you put together great stories? How do you tell great stories? Like whether it's orally or whether it's in writing, um, how do you tell great stories? Because the thing, the one thing, and I watched it, I don't know if you've done this, so we're gonna get a little segue, I gotta keep it tight. But um, I, I saw a YouTube video on the best way to start a speech. And you know what one of the best ways is? What, Chris? Once upon a time. In a galaxy far, far Because what happens, right? Well, that's my shirt, right? <laughs> yeah. Which you can get at eWebResults.com slash swag. <laughs> but but, but, as soon, <laughs> but as soon as you say once upon a time, people lean forward and they want to hear what you're about to Fireside say. Fireside chat, yeah. Fireside chat. Mm -hmm. It's telling a story gets past people's sales filter, right? And so that's what you want to do. Um, you talk about Google owns YouTube and needs to keep up with Facebook's growing watch feature. Um, you know, that's really important. Uh, ideally, if you're creating these stories, this is weird because I'm quoting you. And then I, I am I asking say, you I don't to, to say anything. Am I asking I you to comment on this? <laughs> <laughs> so ideally, uh, you want different versions of the story because there are different audiences on the different platforms. Um, and those versions may, some of them may be videos. Some of them may be, obviously, you're not, uh, your blog is going to have content focus. Uh, but, but stories really... Uh, what you say is they, they add a sense of urgency. So like in the case of Snapchat and even Instagram, these stories disappear. So there's some sort of urgency like, hey, this story is live. I got to go check it out now before it disappears. Getting people to take action. Yep. And, and I, uh, Snapchat's done a really good job of that. It's become more conversational. Um, you know, they want, they want you to engage. They want you to uh, communicate with people. Yeah. yeah. So if you haven't made stories or storytelling part of your content strategy, um, do so. Like, and then, it's and really then Instagram's powerful. basically telling stories and pictures. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, really, and and, it, and one of the things that I talked about in my book, I didn't talk about here, but is figure out the relationship that you want to have with somebody. Yeah. And then that's how often you should post. So like daily, weekly, monthly. Right. What is that? What, what, what that do I want like? that relationship? Yeah, where do like? I want that relationship? Yeah. Very cool. 
Number two, this is stop chasing likes, right? So everyone freaked out in 2019 when Instagram hid the likes. By the way, I don't, don't use Instagram that much. So I was one of the ones who didn't freak out. I didn't know they were there. I didn't know they were gone. Like I didn't they're, know they're, anything. They're, they're, they're playing with it. So it's coming and going now, right? And they're, they're, they're playing with it. I think that, you know, there could be a debate either way. Right. Whether, whether likes or no likes. Right. Okay. But, but I think, but they're certainly, they're, they're like, trying to encourage people to post, but, but also I think the people that do post are trying to get a bunch of likes. Yeah. Right? Like that, that's a, that's a, and, it's a gratification comes yeah. from like having a popular post. Sometimes you don't even know like what's going to be really popular. And you, that gives you a feedback loop. But, yeah. but I think too, what I'm seeing in the data is people are starting to DM more. Right. right. So they're sharing stuff, but they're DMing more. So right. it's like your public, direct messaging. Yeah. Direct yeah. Message. yeah. So there, there's the public persona. There's a private persona. I don't, I don't know. I think that this like shaming thing got kind of like taken out of, you know, context. Yeah. We're out of control. But they're back, right? Because because I do have some influencers for uh, for my vital C. They really talked about it. Right. right. Okay. They, they didn't really get it out there. Might want to tweak that um, when they threatened to hide the likes. <laughs> um, also, likes in my. Uh, option, there's opinion. Uh, I'm going to get like full critique on here. Uh, creators and individuals. So what, what the, like you just said, what it was trying to do is make sure that these creators weren't trying to make the perfect post, right? They were just posting stuff. And I, honestly, I think that was a, the, if, if they did it, they would have the reverse yeah, I mean, effect. I, I didn't look, there's some errors in my writing That's here, right. but the gist of what I'm is saying very good. is very <laughs> good. I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm giving you a harder time than I probably would any, give any one of our other authors. <laughs> Making it more of a community-based app. That's what they were trying instead of a competition. And I'm not sure that it, it would even do that. Like hiding the likes would, would do that. But I think there is... A, your, your point, stop chasing the likes, is still really value valuable. So yeah, there's... There's a, a there there can be value in this mass appeal, but really it's the relationships that you actually create that add value to your business. Well, so so what I can tell you is, I've heard a number of people speak, in say the last three months, right? Okay, um, at conferences or uh, you know talks or whatever. Yep. And a lot of people are talking about the posts that they make. The more like they're sharing of themselves, the more that they're like they're more engagement like right like they're the more that they like are like oh i really shouldn't post this this is so personal when they post that that's where they get the most engagement yep. and that's when people connect with them the most and i think that that's what it was going back to you know i mean there could be other aspects of younger kids posting and getting likes and there's some issues in there but but i think that really the core the core of what they were trying to focus on is to build that relationship and communicate <clears throat> and not worry so much like if people How many are going to like it or not it or, like yeah. it and like people that have a ton of likes you know it, it's kind of like the the rich get richer right like, kind of thing like there's this kind of demarcation yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. well i think that's i think that's true until you got somebody who's creating really strong content and then they climb the ladder really quickly like it like that's not i mean that i mean it's it's a it's a measuring stick Yep. Like it, it is one form of a measuring stick. I mean, I, I don't know. I think that there's debate on both sides of it. I thought that it was just important to bring up. Well, yeah. yeah. And I think stop chasing the likes, go after the actual relationships. Mm -hmm. All right. So number three, get a chat box. 
like yesterday. So Larry Kim, Kim actually came out with Mobile Monkey, which is a chat box, jumped on the bandwagon. Uh, by the I way, met him I, at Dax, and uh, I, I, he loves unicorns, and I, like he's he's a real funny guy, but he's he's so analytical. I I really I really like what he's doing, and also there's a lot of data to support that. What he's doing is a lot of like uh, Facebook Messenger, mm. like, uh, like out, outbound and stuff like that. And you, well, yeah, you mentioned yeah. the decision tree, the bot that we yeah. have on our Facebook page. You can go check that out. Yeah. Um, and some of your points were like, hey, just make sure your notification sounds are, are, are down. I can tell you that sales for, our, for My Vital C are up from having uh, yeah. actual live chat, not well, a bot, have a but live chat. We have clients that have uh, the chat bot people. It, it's kind of like back in the day where people don't want to... They, they don't want to get on the phone with somebody. Right. They don't want the high pressure sale. They just want to kind of get their question answered. Yep. Or it's even like calling like a 1-800 number to get like a little more information. Yeah. Sort of yeah, no, I, it, it's it's certainly a value. There are ways to set up call. Some call centers have the ability, and we're familiar, we could help you out, to, to get in contact with somebody to man your chat 24 hours a day. Right, that's just a good way to do it. Makes sense. Call center, manning calls. Okay, now they just need a computer terminal. Da, da, da. Yes, I just said computer terminal. Uh, test your chatbot pop-up system on a different on different people. Like give it to friends and family and and make sure really it doesn't irritate them, right? Make yeah. sure it works the way that you want to. Um, and you mentioned some piece in there that was about um, having a form in case nobody's available. And I've had the debate, I don't have the data, but I had, I've had the debate of, well, if there's no chat available, just hide the bot, right? But when you don't hide the bot and they actually have to fill out a form and say, hey, we'll get back to you soon, we actually do get a number of submissions on that. And so it's really kind of a more convenient contact us page. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's what I've seen in the data. I mean, all, all things being equal, make sure it's live. But well, I don't. I don't think it has to be live. I think like a lot of people have these chats. If you're running a small business, uh, on their cell phone. Right. So basically, as soon as someone messages you, right, like when they see it, they'll message you back. Right. So it doesn't. I'm not saying like have it vacant. Like right, when it goes right, to some right. email that like no one checks. Right. But but if it's tied to somebody, the response time is going to be better, even from a company standpoint. Yeah. So. No, that makes sense. All right, so this is number four, eight digital marketing trends, uh, excuse me, action steps in 2020. You don't uh, want to do five? I feel like I, feel like we gotta I do, have some comments on five. We gotta, well, we'll get those comments next no, podcast. We'll, this, we'll get I into those. Get no, you, back a little bit. you can, you can you. totally get me back <laughs> on the next podcast. Do you know what podcast number that's going to be? Um, 476. Seven. This is six. <laughs> Number oh! four. The rise of micro influencers. <laughs> Oh, you're... <laughs> okay. That's number yeah, four. Yeah, cut off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, really, this is talking about um, people who may not have this massive appeal, but in and and Tell you you use the example you you use the example of of my vital C, where by reaching out to these kind of smaller influencers, they're able to generate a thousand dollars a month of revenue. Uh, Sorry that I put like real numbers. In no, that's right. Is that and, okay? And, no, that's fine. So you get a number of them, and you know it's not rocket science. If you can get a, an influencer to generate a thousand, then you want fifteen of those influencers to generate fifteen thousand dollars a month of income. So talk about that a little bit more. Talk about maybe one or two podcasts you've been on and like what you've seen. And like well, that. so there, there's a couple of things. So I've been on some really big podcasts that have just kind of blown the business up. 
Uh, I've been on some smaller podcasts that have just kind of barely moved the needle. What I did, in fact, I sent an email yesterday to one of the podcasts that I was on. He generated like 20 sales. And I'm like, hey, maybe there's some arrangement that we can make where I can sponsor your podcast and get in front of your audience on a regular basis because clearly your audience is responding. Uh, and then, and then you know, I'm sponsoring your podcast, you're getting paid, and then I'm generating revenue. Uh, so, so that's one of them. I'll, I'm also on this platform, Intellifluence. Yeah. And that has actually been really, really good for testimonials. So in this case, the product is really good. People who try it really love it. Uh, and so what I'm getting is high quality images of uh, attractive people with my product. Uh, I'm also getting e email. Actually, there was a, a video that I got today. It's like 28 minutes, but she actually chronicled multiple days of being on the product and how, and you can physically wow. see the difference in her Physically, it just came out. It just yeah. just arrived today. It's way too long to be useful. You really need to go in and trim it down. But it's it's pretty remarkable. You can the make results. A remarketing sequence. Yes. Right. Well, I, well, the video needs to be cut out, right? right. It needs to, it needs some TLC in order to make it. A, it you could, I think you could sequence it really well. Maybe something that I send over to Yvonne soon. Um, but but it's really powerful because you can see the difference and she's like taking it every day and and so you can get these micro influencers to generate a lot of value for you. So um, I, I, I think it's good. Industry. I mean, it's it's really quite growing and like if you think about industries that don't let you use ads. Yep. Okay, so the Bitcoin industry, the marijuana industry, things like that. Um, basically, SEO and influencer marketing are the go-tos yeah. for those uh, companies. Well, and, and I think it's really when you start getting into education marketing, right? So so yeah. what, what we're good here at in general is people are looking for what you do. We can put you in front of the people who are looking for what you do, right? And we do that really yeah. well. In the case of like My Vital C, nobody's looking for My Vital C. Demand generation. They're yeah. not even looking for what My Vital, like the main, the most research aspect of the product, right? The product has been shown in a peer reviewed published research to extend life by 90%. People, no one's looking for that. People are looking for longevity. And they're more, not. And, and, well, people are looking for the signs of longevity, they're, reducing the signs of longevity. And you're talking about actually. Like, living like, longer, like actually living longer, Long not like reducing the size. So the amazing. search volume yeah. of longevity, live longer, or whatever, is abysmal, right? There's like three thousand people a month looking do, like, I would say how reduce, to live longer. Like I would, I would go after reduce the signs of aging, like, right? So go so, after all the skin creams, all that kind of stuff, and be like, actually reduce, like, like create longevity or. Or like increase reduce, health. Yeah, it's increase, really increased health, but it's that's making your cells younger. But it, basically, yeah. So it's like it, getting in a time machine. It's really. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the testimonial. Uh, so it's a really interesting situation, and and if they're not looking for this longevity piece, and trust me, I've looked at the data, they're not. They're looking for other piece, pieces that um, our, customers, our customers our yeah. customers report. Well, mostly. They believe if I live longer, I'm going to live longer the way that my grandma or grandpa died, right? So with a walker, so potentially yeah. with Alzheimer's, like so yeah. quality, increasing quality of life. And I promise you, they're probably not even looking for increase my quality of life. Like that, those phrases and what this product seems. So then you've got to just get the message out there and influencers is one of the best ways. I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so that's what the focus has been on there. All right. So that's the four of the elite digital marketing action steps that you should be taking in 2020. You know why I use the word elite? 
because we're we do a lot of value elite we have a client, a client who's elite <laughs> elite m m a they're uh, they're doing some amazing stuff here in houston and and it's pretty cool to see them we'll be having conversations in a couple months about how to take advantage of all the national traffic that we've generated for them that was a conversation like almost a year and a half ago yeah. i had with them and now they're Right. Now they're jumping yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, that wraps up our podcast. Uh, if you like this podcast, we would ask you to share it with three people. Make sure you tune into the next podcast, which is what, 477, where I'll we're going to be talking some, about. I'll make some grammar corrections to uh, my article that I posted on LinkedIn. And change uh, the title. Before, and change the title before then. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet, the internet. call you results for increased revenue in your business and you can call us at 713-592-6724 we were actually filmed live here at what is it 13105 northwest freeway houston texas 77040 uh if you want sweet 115 trans F- yeah, 515 sorry. 515 yeah it's not first floor fifth floor yeah. um if you want transcript video or audio of this podcast if you can't find it on our website reach out to us and we'll uh, figure out how to get that over to you you guys have made us the most popular internet marketing, one of the most popular internet marketing podcasts on iTunes and the most popular SEO podcast on iTunes. Thank all of y'all. So, so we are going to be going after, um, you know, marketing podcasts yep. and small business podcasts. Yep. Next, so yep. From that. It's, on our, it's, it's on our radar. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you guys so much. Until the next podcast, my name's Chris Burris. Bye bye for now. tried to highlight by going from the start of the sentence to the end of the sentence. You know how you're on a computer? (laughs) I literally just went, oh, that's, oh, that doesn't work. (laughs) That's hilarious. Shooting, we're ready. We're shooting. Are you going to eat? Are you going to eat? Don't, don't eat.